0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we review Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon on Netflix. Plus, James Gunn has cast his Supergirl, trailer reactions to Roadhouse, Monkey Man, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, the live action Avatar, The Last Airbender Show, and more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, January 29th, 2024. Yo, 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 yo. This is Rob Liefeld, creator of Deadpool
1: *Cable* x-force domino you are listening to the jock and nerd podcast you want the most up-to-date comic movie and tv news you found it fun you bet puppets with substance abuse issues oddly yes only here on the jock and nerd podcast does it get any better than this i don't think so listen rob liefeld creator of all the stuff you love saying to you listen to the jock and nerd podcast so sexy so awesome i never miss it and, uh, it's my favorite thing in forever. It's spectacular. It's awesome. I love it. Shock and nerd! Check. Check one.
2: Alright. This is Roy Flair's out there. Let's give it up! Check.
0: Hey what's up listener? How's it going? Thank you for pressing play and welcome to The Jock and Nerd podcast where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's a nerd and joining us from his phallic-shaped spacecraft it's just come through a vagina space portal. Oh God! He's got a rebel moon for you. It's not that kind of moon. It's rug boy. What's up, Ruggs? Yeah, they said if I show my ass
1: cheeks, everyone would tune in. So uh, here you go, everyone. That's how you get ratings. You give them the old rebel moon <laughs> right out the window. Re- my rebellious ass hanging out the window of a van somewhere. For reals,
0: has, have you guys ever done that? Maybe in what, a moon someone? Yes, in out of a moving car, like you see. Yes, you have out of
1: a van confirmed you want to know like it was a conversion van okay that had blinds okay it's very important so it's like a home it's like a home window so like you pull the blinds up and someone see someone's asshole and then you pull the blinds back down and and did
0: you was the window open or did you press up against the glass no
1: (laughs) yeah I didn't do the mooning. Actually, oh, you it was didn't. A, a, a buddy of mine did the
0: pressed hands. Yes, yeah, but he, you were in the presence of an actual moon.
1: I've done a moon, but okay. not out of that conversion van. But yeah, I, I would, I would say I've done a moon, but not not on a moving vehicle.
0: Okay, not on a moving vehicle, but a moon in general. Yeah, I feel like yeah. every guy has done a yeah, moon. I used it, to moon
1: little kids. <laughs> <All the time. laughs> how little oh, and how Jesus what? Christ. I mean, I was a little kid too. But like, uh, okay. yeah, oh, it would have been better <laughs> to preface with that. <laughs> like I was like maybe like twelve this was like last week, and you, I would moon like. The kids and like that
0: were coming out of school, third grade. Every red blooded male has done a moon at some point. It's just a rite of passage. Come on, you got a rebel. Yeah, moon look somewhere. at my ass. Yes, feast
1: your eyes upon. It's
0: just funny. My
1: pimply ass.
3: <laughs> it's better when you're a kid for sure. Yeah, when you grow up and you're older and you got hair coming out of your asshole. Yeah, and then not, 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 the, not it, the most pleasant moon. That yeah. just
1: makes it not funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus you can, yeah, well, hit, can hit the button. Hit funny. the button.
0: Not funny. Not funny. Plus, you can get arrested when you're older. And when you're a kid, that the cops are like, yeah, when you're ah, a whatever. kid,
1: you can pretty much show your ass to anyone. Yeah, you get away that's with true. it. That's true. That it's is funny, true. Right. You would. You would probably would get public indecency if you when you were a it. kid. That's how you got your temperature taken. You just like, here's my ass. Rem- I do remember that. <laughs>
0: You've mooned the doctor.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, youth. It's wasted. Th- the, throm- therm- the old thermometer up the
3: <laughs> asshole was a. Uh, was a strange time, that's for sure. Doctor,
0: you can't warm that up for me? What are you doing? Come on. Give me a break here. Cold.
1: Anyways. enough. Is that... (laughs) Is that... Wait. Yeah. Quick question. Yes. Yeah. Is that any different than the mouth thermometer? Are they both the same exact? I don't think they're using the same one. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Is that what explain the cock I
0: mean, (laughs) I saw him open that drawer. I only saw the one (laughs) thermometer in there. I don't know. I don't know if there's a separate Uh, one. Doctor's up to shenanigans. I don't know where that thermometer's been. Anyways, right. enough about the moon. We'll be there'll be more rebel mooning later. First, we got some news and things to discuss from the nation. The joke, not from the nation, and nerd uh, yes. the podcast from this nation, from the na- geek nation USA. Oh, uh, this is news. This is, is, this is I don't think
3: this first bit of news. Well, well, never mind. Some of this news
0: is not very geeky. But go ahead. It's not well. Okay, whatever. Here, this I'm going to start with this. This just broke today. Breaking news earlier today on the Monday we're recording. Uh, it is official, according to Hollywood Reporter. House of the Dragon star Millie Alcock.
1: Wait, Saturday? Millie,
0: <laughs> you remember Millie Alcock? Alcock? Uh, at, well, oh, yeah. no, there's okay. only, it's only one L. There's only one L, so it's all. Okay. Oh, okay. Alcock. Alcock uh, played Renera Targaryen, young Renera Targaryen, House of the Dragon. It has been confirmed that James Gunn and Peter Safran have h- hired her, cast her as Supergirl. Geek boner, she will be playing Kara Zor-El, cousin of Superman. Um, expected to appear in a, in a DC project or two before her movie, which is going to be Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, based on that Tom King run. Uh, and maybe we'll see her in Superman Legacy because that's going to be shooting soon. She beat out Meg Donnelly, I'm not familiar with this, uh, actress meg she was also in contention from the role they both tested and she won millie won comment anthony you don't think this is geeky you're like you like millie Alcorn. no but i said this this is geeky okay. but the rest of the, some of this stuff isn't not- uh i think i meant you mentioned this
3: a couple of weeks ago
0: well it was i heard a rumor she was in the running and there was a couple other people
3: yeah i i, I like the i like her for the role i mean i liked her in game of thrones that's all i can base it off of yeah i would say Normally, I would say that the the character, she's too small, right? To be in a role that this is this physical, but it's Supergirl, right? So yeah. it doesn't really matter yeah. physically what she looks like as as long as she can. It really, she doesn't have to do anything. Like she, it's, it's a superhero it's a it's a comic book movie, so
0: right. She she's strong no matter what her physique.
3: Yeah, she's strong no matter what. It's, it's not yeah. it's not necessarily muscles. It's because of the sun. So
0: yeah, I think she's all right. Um. She is
1: small, though. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, I feel that small. she she plays way younger than she is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ruggs, what do you think? Well, girl, appropriate. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. This will be a supergirl that is a Kryptonian who was raised off. Of, it says a, he says James Gunn on a rock, a chip off a of Krypton. She has watched everyone around her die and be killed for the first fourteen years of her life. Then she comes to Earth. Unlike Clark Kent, who is raised in a loving, wholesome family from baby. So this Supergirl is going to have an attitude. I kind of like that. I like that take. I kind of want to read that. Have you read any of the Supergirl woman of tomorrow? No, comic book? no.
1: Okay. I want to not. It. I'm going to check, but it. I remember they did like a, a DC cartoon where Supergirl was kind of bitchy because she grew up on. Uh, grew up on. uh Krypton while it was being destroyed and saw all that shit go down. Remember I don't know. It was like uh a big it was a big one. Is what uh po- uh Apocalypse in it. Oh, okay. Not Apocalypse, what's the other apocalypse? guy? Dark side Dark Side, yeah. I always get those two guys confused. Dark Seed Because I- they got they got the weird heads. Yeah. Um it was a it was a direct to video movie. it was a cartoon with and there's an introduction of Supergirl into the DC Animated universe, and it, it went along the same lines. So I, I story-wise, I think it, it's it's good. I don't know about the comic books, yeah. what they're doing with that, but I think I've seen that story play out before, and it actually works. Okay. Yeah. Well, as far as the casting, I don't think it's perfect casting, but, I mean, what is these days? So it's close enough, so I'll take it.
0: It's fine. She's on a big hit show. She yeah. She gets the gig. Well, she was on a little
1: bit of a big hit show, and then she disappeared. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was that before?
0: Well, it was oh, like House of Dragons. Yes, yeah, so they'll be yeah. back. Oh, well, I guess she won't be back because it'll no, pass that whole yeah thing. Unless they do flashbacks. That's it? true. But she was on half of the season of a real big show. That's a good point. Uh, Anna Noguera is penning the script of this. And I mean, I guess I like it because it's not going to be like the uh, Melissa Benoit Supergirl we've gotten or the Helen Slater uh, Supergirl. So it's different. Okay. Well, yeah, because it's a different person. It's well, it's a different person, <laughs> a different character. Different, it'll be different. Different. It'll be different, but the same. Yeah. A different kind of Supergirl, I'm Talking At- about because of the what they're how she's going to be portrayed. Yes, attitude-wise, like, you know, the whole backstory. So what? The, I don't know what is that. She's just more angry. I guess she's going to be a little more edgy and less trusting, and just I don't know. Yeah, Super B. Yeah, she really, was a little bit harder to rein in, like
1: clark had to get in there and like try and like be an example for her Ah, to
0: get to her to trust people and stuff yeah yeah
1: Hmm. so that's an interesting dynamic at least
0: yeah it's different i like it so now we have this the corin sweat and the alcock duo yeah whoa super people under james gunn all right we got the sweat we got the cock we are all set okay reboot (laughs) The DC the show US. got wind turned
1: to turn, turn a corner right now. Uh,
0: let's move on to... <laughs> I feel like I'm got- watching Saltburn. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, hold that thought. We will talk about that. Uh, I got a bunch of trailers I wanted to get you guys' comments on. This first one, hotly anticipated. If you, you heard us, we've been talking about this Roadhouse reboot for a while yeah. now, right? Oh, uh, yeah, we have. All of us saying this is a necessary, ruining fucking classic. This movie originally, I believe, was going to have... Ronda Rousey in the reboot and thank fucking God that all fell apart. That would have been horrible. Instead, we have here Jake Gyllenhaal uh, in a movie directed by Doug Liman. Great director. One of your favorites. Oh my God. Swingers. uh, The Bourne movie. He's done great movies. Mr. and Mrs. Swift. Yeah. And uh, they finally have our first trailer and I was very excited to see this and uh, Gyllenhaal indeed playing the Dalton character right it's not a new character it's fucking Dalton and as we see the- Elwood Dalton El- he said Elwood Dalton right
3: yeah he's Elwood Dalton it's- The in the other road, original Roadhouse is James Dalton
0: James Dalton. Dalton oh maybe oh do you think oh he's a different Dalton Do you think it's, a, it's yeah. like that's his dad or think he's gonna be like related oh I don't know. whoa uh, anyways uh, you know uh we have here a former ufc fighter dalton doing that kind of the same shit we saw in roadhouse with conor mcgregor as a bad guy also starring um Daniela melchor rat catcher as ellie uh and billy magnuson anthony you gotta look yes. at this this is very interesting what do you think how's this hitting you is this still needed
3: Oh, I mean, I don't know if it's needed, per se. Uh, I liked it. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I liked it. I, I don't know if it's going to. don't. I, there's no way it can live up to the original Roadhouse. Right. right? So let, Let's just get that on the table. Right. It's, it's, it's going to be. It's its own thing. It has to be its own. Thing. Yes. Um. That said, Doug Lyman, real director. Jake Gyllenhaal, real actor. A lot more money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a lot more money in this one. It looks like... Conor like McGregor. Him.
3: Yeah. Real fighter. Real fighter. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Um, It's got a different kind of feel to it. You know? Right. Jake Gyllenhaal is playing understated, but um, he doesn't have like the... Jake Gyllenhaal is a little bit more, to me, pretty boy. I don't even know... I Patrick Swayze had like a Zen about him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal has more of like a goofy pretty boy vibe to him. Yeah. I so what, I don't know yeah. if it's necessarily gonna be the same, but I love good action movies, and this there's a lot of things in here that could be really a lot of fun, and fucking it's still a stupid concept, and I'm here for it, <laughs> so I'm willing
1: to give it a shot. Nice. Yeah.
0: Uh Rex, What's your take on this? What do you think?
1: I feel like this is going. Look, it, it's got some good things going for it. Absolutely, I, Doug Lyman's talking about how it's the best movie he's ever made. Well, that's saying yeah. a lot. That, that, that's insane. I, and he's saying it's like Jake Gyllenhaal's greatest. I think. He's <laughs> so, oh my god, like he's really milking yeah, it. Might be overstating. But <laughs> regardless <laughs> really? of that, okay, um, yeah, it's there is. Look, you are never gonna top that movie. And you don't that, need to. that movie. Is is just so what it is. Yeah. You can't even replicate that ever. And it'd be cool if they tried to, like, distance themselves a little further by not using the name Dalton and all that other stuff. Yeah.
3: Do you see the beer bottle thrown at the people? Yeah. Playing. Uh, like, matches yeah, a cage.
0: Them. Yeah. In the car. <laughs> yeah, they had to do that. The car, but, but too. Like, he like, had a shitty car that he loved. They're doing that. But is there going to be. A girl who just gets naked for no reason. <laughs> While this
1: old man is watching. From Is there going to the be way? people fucking in the back room? Is he going to rip? Is some... there going to be naked? Like a great uh, extended nude love scene. <laughs> is he going to do where... Tai Chi? <laughs> where he does Tai Chi in the morning. Naked yoga. Like what's I, he I doing? Mean,
3: I had to squint, but the rating did say violence. And I saw the last bit said nudity. And oh. so.
1: yeah, but is, it's, it's uh, just going to be Jake Gyllenhaal's butt. <laughs> Like that's what nudity is. <laughs> Every time I put on Amazon or Netflix, is this nudity? I'm like, it's gonna be a naked guy. That's what. It is. There's no more naked girls. There's never <laughs> naked girls anymore. Anyway, this is my, <laughs> my little sidebar there. But like, um, is the that's what the the original Roadhouse had also that it was just so gratuitous in, in its ways. So, like gratuitous violence, it had gratuitous karate, had gratuitous hair, it had gratuitous everything. Throat ripping, you gotta have <laughs> yes. the throat ripping. Sure, and the bad guy it was yeah. just a nut bar. This is rated R two at least, so that's good. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I really. So are you into it or not? Yes, you in our Oh, I'm gonna watch it. It's got fight, It's got. It's got everything. I mean, it's got some of the things I like, like people beating each other up. I love that explosions. Slapping people in the face. (laughs) What
3: did did you think of this? Is Conor McGregor's debut. What did you think of him in the 10, 20 seconds you saw?
0: It's fine. He he seems a little over the top. I'm not like, oh my God. But I'm like, it's fine. He's just yelling his lines. I thought that was Tom Hardy at first for a second. But then I was like, oh, it's Conor. Well,
1: when Jake Gyllenhaal is like towering over you by three inches or four inches, it's like weird. Yeah, that that was, I did think that was strange that he looks, he looks
3: like a Conor McGregor already kind of looks like a, cartoon character yeah but it does kind of take you out of it when you know I mean Jake Jake Gyllenhaal is bigger than him
1: well I don't even like consider Jake Gyllenhaal to be a big dude right and like all he sudden he's jacked, bigger though. than Gummer
0: yeah I mean I was I was gonna I wanted to hate this because I was like why You're touching this movie that we discovered in the 80s tournament and it's a I'm classic I'm curious but after watching this I was like I kind of dig it it's a bit like it looked kind of fun the slap fight bit in the beginning is great uh these action scenes look great uh and it seems to follow the same exact plot as the first yeah. movie. Oh yeah. Uh which is fantastic the guys know but him. But do you think there's going to be like a Sam whatever character? Oh yes, uh the guy with which the mustache. One, Sam Elliot. Sam, Sam Elliot was that other uh, bouncer that came in? Oh, uh, the mentor bouncer. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a crazy cameo. Uh, of somebody being that mentor, maybe, maybe not. Like a bromance that comes up, that comes alive. We shot some of this at an actual UFC event, which those imagine like Tom Cruise, <laughs> <That'd be> amazing. <laughs> uh, and Conor McGregor, as over the top as he is in this, like it looks like he's gonna make a fun bad guy. And actually, I can't wait to see them fucking square off to kind of show you a little bit of the final fight at the very end. That's probably like the final fight. Yeah, he t- takes his
1: shirt yeah, off. Yeah. like we're like, just oh, gonna shit. fucking you're gonna UFC fight right here oh, on the sinking shit. ship
0: yeah there's explosions there's uh, uh yeah well it
3: looks, looks like is like the the heavy right but yeah. there's another bad guy that's the
0: pulling the string similar to the first one uh the controversy comes in here the big story of the week has been this is gonna be streaming on Amazon prime march 21st this is a straight to streaming movie and director Doug Lyman is not happy about this uh, because uh, he has said this movie is premiering at South by Southwest this year. And he wrote a whole guest column for deadline saying, uh, I'm not attending the screening. I am boycotting. And he goes, uh, I'll just read you quotes from his fucking column. He writes a whole column about this. He says, quote the facts. I signed up to make a theatrical motion picture for MGM. Amazon bought MGM Amazon said, make a great film and we will see what happens. I made a great film. He says, what else could I have delivered to the studio? Nothing. It turns out because contrary to the public statements, Amazon has no interest in supporting cinemas. Amazon will exclusively stream Red House on Amazon Prime. Uh, He said they asked me and the film community to trust them and their public statements about supporting cinemas. And then they turn around and are using Roadhouse to sell plumbing fixtures. This is what he wrote. Like, uh, this whole thing is crazy. Well, he said it right there. They said, we'll see what happens. Yeah and when when they started making this <laughs> Amazon did not own MGM right and now they own MGM and all the things and they're like eh we'll see it's kind of a shame because again I would have loved to see this in the theater on a big screen I think it would have been a lot of fun oh
1: yeah you have definitely a
0: built in UFC audience that would have fucking came out to see this you have a whole generation of people who have seen roadhouse on on like cable on tbs over the years it's an infamous okay, movie Imran, let's let's not, let's I'm just not saying get old let crazy this here. Kind this of movie this
3: is not a guaranteed hit
0: no you don't think it can no, make? No, but no. they could easily made 40 50 60 million dollars
3: maybe i mean That's it's still 60 million very possible but the way you're portraying it is as if this was a this was going to print money at the theater and i i would say
0: print I doubt money that. I'm just saying there is an audience that would have seen. The- I just think that they need something high profile on, on their-, their prime.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think everyone's within
3: their right, right. Like I, I'm with you, run I would have loved to seen it in a theater. Me too, J- Doug Lyman. If you know when he made the, when he was making the movie, he probably was yes. ex- anticipating he was going to go in yep. the theater. I get why he's mad. Amazon bought it. They can do what they want with it. Yeah, they're doing what they think is best for their business.
0: All all, all sides can be right here. Yeah, I guess it just, it is kind of, uh, I feel for
1: Doug Lyman. but. I think if you look at the views that the trailer got, yeah. it's, it's not getting like like super traffic.
0: Oh, uh, what do we, uh, with okay, this one. Have, let's see it. This is like an unlisted trailer. 170,000 views, 70, 170,000 on this one. I don't know if this is the main trailer. Like usually you want like what, like. Two hundred million views. Yes, yeah. something. Yeah, I
3: wouldn't. I wouldn't say this is. Yeah, a I wouldn't lot say bigger. This is a, all right, all right, huge, huge.
0: All right, but I mean, this is the year when lots of movies got delayed. There's nothing really out. If you were to put it, it would have had little to no competition. Well, it would go
1: up against Godzilla or something.
0: No, it's, it would have come out the same. Like if you did March twenty first of twenty twenty four. Well, oh, here's the thing, though, Imran.
3: They, they if they throw this in the theater, they're gonna have to put them on a bigger marketing budget.
0: Yeah, then they gotta spend more money. Also. Yeah. The goal
3: of Amazon Prime is yeah. to get more subscribers. If you put it on the out in the theater yeah. first, yeah, they have now you have they have to make money on it. Whereas they they put it on Prime, it's just part of their their overall business flow of getting more subscribers and added benefit. So the, putting it in the theater is not without risk for them.
0: No, you're right because you now you're sinking in maybe another 50 60 million right. for you're, you're, you're becoming a marketing. movie studio
3: that's yeah now trying to turn a profit at the and, theater and then, I don't I don't
0: think It's really not their business.
3: It's yeah, it's not their business and I don't as mentioned earlier, I don't think they're the built-in audience that you mentioned is the built-in audience for the movie.
0: Uh, there are other like numbers have shown that once a movie is in theaters that it goes to streaming, it does have larger awareness and pulls in hmm. But you're talking about big like like Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is now on paramount russ right. streaming there's a difference that's a, that's a bigger movie it's a lot bigger movie this could be a like a, the, I, I totally get doug Lyman's yeah bribe. yeah i mean i feel like he's been shortchanged but i'm torn right because but on the other hand we get to watch this movie right the fuck away in our sofa i'm sitting on my sofa in my living room <laughs> so that's great yeah. it's great for us
3: yeah i i think the bigger thing is that i don't know that the streamers prime all them Like, do Doug Lyman's trying to frame it like they have an obligation to the movie theaters to keep them going. Right. But do they? And I don't know if they do. Do
0: they? They, Well, he said that because they he he says, okay, he says when Amazon bought MGM, they announced that they they would would put a billion dollars into theatrical motion pictures, releasing at least 12 a year. They touted it as the largest commitment cinemas by an Internet company. And he goes, I can tell you what they did then did to me and my film roadhouse, which is the opposite of what they promised when they took over MGM. Hmm. So, the, the you know, the message from Amazon is a little, little muddy, maybe. Yeah. But it's business. Maybe they have other films, though. though. Yes, they can still put out 12 know. other films uh, in a year so. Anyways, it's very a lot of blustering going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he made a big deal about this, and I could, you know, you could see both sides. But again,
3: well, I don't get why Bowie South by Southwest. What that does? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's going to have a premiere if Jake's there.
3: Those are the 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 what you're doing. I mean, those are the hardcore fans that are right. at South by right. Southwest. Well,
1: this is my theory: is that you want to do something to get noticed. Like you know, when right. the girl when those ladies went up and threw soup at the Mona Lisa. Oh yeah, right like that had nothing to do the Monly well, said nothing' to do with the soup and all this right, other right, stuff right. they their food cause they just want to get people to notice them so by him saying he's not going to south by Southwest now everybody's talking about this that's article true. right that's true so I think he's that's his way of getting the message out there that he's getting fucked hoping well, that there's a fan uprising
0: somebody else I on another podcast commented they were like could this all be a work to raise awareness that would be a sure that would that's be amazing, also right yeah Amazon could be like just write this nasty letter and put it on I mean, the so, fact that he's saying it's the best
1: movie he's ever done, like yeah. it's going to make more people go, "Let me check this out." <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at the
3: Parrot House trailer now, and yeah. I clicked on the Prime Video when it says 13 million. Movies, oh,
0: 13 so. million is that's a lot. That's, that's good. A lot. That's good. That's very good. It might um, have be, yeah. the awareness, the,
3: the bluster that's coming out of that guy's mouth. It, him talking like Jake Gyllenhaal's put on this Oscar-worthy performance. Is, As I, I Dalton,
0: was really? That. Dalton is going to be your Oscar. Yeah, this winning? like
3: really nuanced performance. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah. This
0: is what do we talk about? Yeah. Here? Exactly. So that I thought this isn't this isn't Warrior, this is, right? Or like Nightcrawler or something that dude, Jake's done some good shit. Well, even like the sport,
3: like Warrior was a real sports movie, yeah. but had some traumatic action. Oh, shots. I see. We, what you're we know what this is. Yeah.
0: What this is looks like a fun fucking action movie. This is a movie
3: based on an eighties movie where girls came into bars and took their shirts off for yes. no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a blind guy playing the drums with beer bottles thrown yeah, at no, him. Oh, he's playing
0: the guitar. That's oh, a slide that was a guitar. guitar. He was a real dude. Yes. He was very good. Uh, he, he was really he actually could play. Yeah, no, that was the great he's the real band. Uh but yes, that's Jeff Healy. That's, that's yeah. you know, and that's what this is. And like the the, the tone of the trailer kind of gives you like, you know, they know it's a fun action movie. So yeah him saying all 10 all that's One word of advice never get this close <laughs> that's yeah see it's a little over the top he smashes his head <laughs> i mean nothing will ever beat the be nice monologue that oh whole no sequence. it's not it can't be better it'll never yeah. be better than but that. it really doesn't need to be better right it just needs to be kind of a fun action movie with the same kind of feel L- well let, let,
3: yeah, let me put this thought out there real quick if it's not called roadhouse does it do as well probably not right yeah i think they, they're just milking the name yeah
0: so, I'm, look, I, I thought it was going to suck, but it looks kind of fun. So, listener, let I'm, us know. I'm with you. I I,
3: I had low expectations. Me too. And it, hit the, it jumped over that low bar. I'm
0: digging it. I'm digging it. Listener, let us know what you think. You can join our Facebook group and leave a comment. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. It is a closed exclusive group just for you. Get in there. Geek it up. All right. Sticking with the action movie theme, I got another trailer. <laughs> Of a movie, I was,
3: I was laughing the whole time I was watching this thinking of you.
0: Oh, my God. This movie came out of nowhere. I can't be talk about this trailer. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What I'm talking about is a movie titled Monkey Man that is written, directed, and starring Dev Patel. Uh, and it is essentially like an Indian John Wick meets The Raid. I don't know. This is a fucking dope trailer with some incredible stylistic shots. Dev Patel directing I Was very surprised at the style. Uh, you could see influence of the wick and everything in here and some dope action scenes. Rugs, let's start with you this time. I just love this. The proud sound in your voice. Oh my like God. you were a part of <laughs> this. Amron
1: like somehow willed this into
0: me. <laughs> my son. I'm so proud of my son, Dev Patel. The, the,
1: the bias
3: is just like not even <laughs> being hidden. Yeah. It's,
0: Fucking it's, hey. no. Listen, it's produced by George. peel he's, this is this directorial. He's such debut. a racist. <laughs> i'm so glad <laughs> you nationalist bastard made by a brown man uh for, listen
1: for i'm not gonna lie this us. thing looks good yeah this thing yeah. looks like a lot of fun uh it looks like yes definitely the raid is an
0: influence here right
1: but uh, uh dev looked like he's moving pretty good yeah he so looks, he's got the moves
0: he's, look, he's, he's definitely got the moves
1: he looks like he's, he's kicking ass looks dramatic uh, Jordan Peele is behind this, right? Yeah, producing. producing it's his. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's his company making. So it. he
1: doesn't. He does pretty quality stuff now. So, yeah. uh, all things point to it being a watch for me.
0: Absolutely, it's well shot. Uh, wait, Anthony, before I get your thoughts, hair's kind of. I'm sure nobody's seen this hair is. Yeah, what's the, what's the? Are going to give me the synopsis? synopsis? Yes, it says inspired by the legend of Hanuman, an icon embodying strength and courage. Monkey Man stars Patel as kid. An anonymous young man who ekes out a meager living in an underground fight club where night after night, wearing a gorilla mask, he is beaten bloody by more popular fighters for cash. After years of suppressed rage, Kid discovers a way to infiltrate the enclave of the city's sinister elite. As his childhood trauma boils over, he mysteriously scarred hands unleash an explosive campaign of retribution. To settle the score with the men who took everything from him. So, sounds like a nice revenge plot <laughs> where the man gets it. They burned, it looks like they burned his town down when he was a kid. And he's been in a fight club and now he's going to get him. I like it. What'd you think, Anthony?
3: Yeah, I was watching the trailer and I just was smiling the whole time thinking of you because I just knew <laughs> when you heard that this was a th- you, you, you could not wait to throw this in the oh in my the God in the, you, know, like, like, you 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 probably were naked in the middle of the night and heard mm. about it and threw it on like without even putting on. Listen, clothes. I put like, out, the, I, the the amount of
2: he got naked. Went to watch the trailer. Yeah,
3: I
1: mean, though, you the, you, the,
3: you must be full masked right now. Just talking I, about. I had to buy a
0: special tarp to lay down on the floor before I watched <laughs> this.
1: I mean, it, it
3: just it's like that American. was the first thing that cro- right when the first literally the first beat I see fucking Dev Patel and I'm just like imran this is has imran's fingerprints all picture, over it
0: picture that scene in american psycho with jared leto with the tarp around him that was i me. remember
3: years ago imran telling us about what he's watching and talking to, him, talking to us about some indian documentary and just gushing over it. and me and rugs are like that sounds cool man <laughs> <laughs> we stop talking about this
2: um, oh yeah
3: i do all that to say <laughs> I, though uh this looks good, dude, it, this looks looks, good. Yeah, it, looks it looks good and it looks good it it you know feels like uh like it, like the raid vibe. The the thing that's gonna make or break it for me is if De- Dev Patel feels like an action star, because I'm a little dubious. Yeah, but he looks good here. Yeah. By the way, side note, you didn't throw this anywhere, but there's a new Ghostbusters trailer that came. Out.
0: Actually, yes, and it's the second trailer we never talked about. Um the first one but yeah there's another uh, one we can th- we can talk about that if you want to talk about that yeah we, we, we should out. ghostbusters we can,
3: I mean, come on what ghostbusters we're not going to talk about ghostbusters uh, anyway, so
0: we, okay we'll get to the ghostbusters because but yeah going back to this yes um <laughs> it
3: looks good i will watch it if you make me watch it i'll watch it and i'll gladly probably watch it hopefully it's good but uh dev patel kind of feels like when when uh, when remember was predators and they had uh yeah Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. Adrian Brody, yeah, as an action star, yeah. I was like this movie doesn't work because he's just not an action.
0: They star They were trying to do it. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I, I'm a little dubious. So Dev Patel, I, I'm not won over just because his last name is Patel, like <laughs> Imran. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs>
0: Listen, he's solid performances and everything he's been. There's like a little Slumdog Millionaire in there. Um, he's
3: hopefully he's put in the work to like look credible as yeah. an action star.
0: This guy was in Skins. Damn it. I mean the shot of like the red behind him and like the purple neon, like that shit looks, that looks dope. Good. And the fight scenes look like yeah, he knows what he's doing. So that, but that, think of that's a lot of training to have to write this, directed, star, do all the training, do all the oh, fight yeah. choreography. Holy shit, Dev Patel, he's really fucking taking a swing. Um, and this will be in theaters only on April fifth, which is my birthday. So it's, it's even it, better. It, are all oh the Indians going to go out and see it? Geek bonus. yes i'm gonna go with all my indian friends <laughs> which i of which i have none <laughs> all of devon avenue here in chicago we at the theater um okay so monkey. that's monkey man you mentioned get out there and campaign and I'm yeah. but listen monkey man for best picture oscar they got i don't want <laughs> to see any snubs i want to see deb patel's name up there we'll get to that the sequel the ghostbusters afterlife this one called ghostbusters Frozen Empire and actually Anthony this is actually it's a very interesting talk about this after talking about Roadhouse because here we have two examples of a nostalgia play right Roadhouse nostalgia play but in that one they are recasting people into certain characters that existed kind of a whole new look this one nostalgia play you got new people, but then now you're bringing all the old people back. Well, you're missing a couple of people. Missing a couple of people, but Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis, and uh, and Sigourney and Weaver still and, alive, and Harold Ramis, of course, is no longer with us. Well, yeah, he's dead. He can't. it. you got Janine coming back, but it's a little more heavy-handed nostalgia because they're showing you all these things that you know from the Ghostbusters movie: the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, Slimer, the fucking song, uh, and such. So, I don't know. I liked the first one. It was okay. It was fun. We reviewed it. It was a good time. This one, it looks okay. It looks all right. I'm not sure. What do you guys think?
3: Oh, I mean, I'm first off, I got to say, I'm 100% shocked. I'm shocked, surprised that you could say that about a movie with Camille. Camille, <gasps> I Anujani did forget Camille is in this. The fact that yes. you even didn't include the trailer originally fucking with Kumail. Camille in the fucking movie. I mean, this... It, How could you turn on your own people it, so quickly? Got, From the monkey man to this? Listen, he's no Def Patel, but
0: although he did get jacked for <laughs> Eternals. Jesus Christ. He's, no, he's not, over not, Kumail? I'm over yeah. Kumail. I'm over him. Jesus but you are like... I've broken up with Camille. You're just like on to the next He's one
1: He's like, super we're the quick. same person. We both got married in the same way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I've seen his life story. And
0: Camille is actually is, is from Pakistan. I mean, this is yes. unbelievable
3: what you're saying yeah, right
0: Camille got an Emmy nomination for playing the Chippendales guy. Did not win, but was nominated. That was you, good. You would, that was great.
3: You you would just rattle that off real quick. That was great. You um, <laughs> was great in that show. You son of a bitch. I for, okay,
0: <laughs> Camille, and this gives it a couple of points. I'll, I'll give you <laughs>
2: Uh,
3: the first one, I agree with you. I thought it was all right. I, I didn't think it was offensive. I, I liked it. I liked the ending, you know, with them coming back and the Egon. And I liked the setup. I think Paul Rudd's a good kind of person to have in these kind of movies. He feels like a go- the modern day yeah. kind of Ghostbuster feel. And then they have the kids. I liked this trailer. Okay. I think I, I liked it. I like them going back to New York.
0: Yes. Oklahoma.
3: Yeah. While it was fun going there for one movie. There was so much you could do, I guess. Well, not only that, but it Ghostbusters is distinctly a New York vibe. Absolutely.
0: The firehouse City. is there. Yeah, yeah
3: firehouse, Car. strange shit, yeah. in, in the sewers yeah. and all that. They haven't done like an ice thing yet. Um, yeah, that's I true. Like that, I like that the old Ghostbusters seem to be more involved, too, in this movie. So... I'm, I have high hopes for this one. Okay. I think this one will be better than the the after the, the first one,
0: Afterlife. Okay, okay. So you think it's a step up? Interesting rugs. Which way is this going for you?
1: Uh, it looks pretty good. I don't think it's going to be fantastic, but I think it's going to be decent. I think it's going to be uh as good as Afterlife, perhaps maybe hopefully a little bit better. Okay,
0: it's got Patton Oswalt. I do
1: like that everybody's back in. They're all fully in. Like they're like, okay, we're willing to be in this movie now. Yeah. Bill Murray, especially. So uh,
0: that's always bonus. The bad guy with the horns looks kind of cool. Also, right. Does he say something something in horny? He's like, oh, tall, dark and horny. Tall, dark dark and horny. Twelve (laughs) o'clock. But like they hit this nostalgia so much. It's such a weird swerve at the end when Slimer does show up and slimes Finn Wolfhard. Like I was expecting him to stay the Bill Murray line at that point. That he slimed me, but he doesn't say that. I feel funky. (laughs) He he just goes. I'm surprised we didn't um, review the teaser. Well, I meant to keep putting it in. It came out in a weird time. I forgot what was happening, and then it just never happened. So, uh, this one is a longer trailer. And yeah, they they haven't done a cold like uh, July. New York freezes over in July. It's kind of crazy. Little Stay Puff Marshmallow Men are cute, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. They had those in the the first the afterlife too. The oh, that's the right. Oh, that's still. right. They were in the store, weren't they? Grabbing. I was
3: I was expecting that lady to be Gozer. Oh, Gozer the Gozerian. Which, it
0: doesn't look, but it's not. Are you the key master? Yeah, I'm the gatekeeper. Yeah. yeah, you gotta
3: bring you gotta bring back everyone. Is I know. Rick Moranis alive?
0: Rick Moranis is still around, and so is Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. I wonder. I know Sigourney's alive. Yeah, I wonder if they'll ever agree. Well, Gozer was in the last one. Was that Gozer? Yeah. I like that they have a drone ghost catcher now. That's kind of cool. you know. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. Gozer was in the last the You're right. updated. <laughs> See, I
3: already forgot what happened in the I last know,
0: one. I know. It was a little forgettable. <laughs> like, I remember bits and I pieces. just remember
3: the ending when yeah. they and then the they ghost, all show up yeah. and then Egon's, ghost, Egon's is ghost, is there. ghost is there. Oh, that was nice.
0: So, all right. Yeah, I mean, I was like on the fence about this, but maybe it will be a fun ride. I love Ghostbusters. I do so, love I the mean, Ghostbusters. I,
3: uh, anything other than the one with the all-female cast? Yeah. If they if you throw all those old characters on there, I'm going. I, I like
0: it. I mean, the first one is great. Did it make you laugh? Because like this is supposed to be a a comedy franchise. It's comedy action. And I'd like, say it's a comedy. Yeah, but like the jokes are just okay. I love the
3: second cool. one too. I think even though it's just exactly the same movie yeah. as the first yeah. one, I yeah. like the second one with Vigo the
0: Carpathian. Yeah, and the sludge and Bobby
3: Brown. Yeah, <laughs> the, the slime underground. Yeah. And- the fucking weird dude at the museum. that gets, oh, yeah, comes his fucking yeah. uh, servant.
0: That guy's great too. There's the baby because she has a baby. The baby. Yeah. yeah, the baby flying around. Yes. The witch
3: stealing the baby.
0: That's actually a good one, and I love that the Bob- fucking Bobby uh, the Bobby Brown, Brown song. song. Yes, <laughs> oh, oh you, you know it. Oh, on my own.
3: Well yeah, my own. own. I mean, it's so it's it's so of its time.
0: <laughs> it's good. It's so nineties. <laughs> but I do love the this one Paul Rudd is like. Uh, can I tell you something? Busting makes me feel good. She's like, no. <laughs> that's the best part of that something. Busting makes me feel good. What does he
3: also say? He's like, when there's something strange, who something are you going Something strange to call? in the
0: neighborhood. <laughs> who he goes gonna? like, who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they have the girl there, and she's all pissy. And yeah. picking Janine, up the phone. Janine's back. And fucking yeah. Slimer. And he looks like Slimer, so. Uh, all right. This could be something. N- uh, it, it,
3: it hits all in this. For me, it's just yeah. it's pure nostalgia. It might be a complete shit, but the trailer for me always anything Ghostbusters. I'm in.
0: All right. Let's move on to this last trailer. Back to streaming things. Uh, Netflix for Netflix. Avatar. The last airbender. They put out the first trailer uh, and I put this in here uh, not because I've watched the show because I have not. No, it, Ruggs, you watch Avatar. Yeah, not all of it, but a lot of it. Okay, I've yeah. heard it's very good, and i followed the story of this show where the creators of the anime were involved, and then they walked away, and then people were worried, and then they put out costume shots, and people were like, oh, that looks good. And then this trailer comes out, and like, this is heavy science fiction fantasy, and I thought it looked pretty fucking dope. Uh, Anthony, let's start with you on this one. I know this probably isn't your bag, but <laughs> some impressive fucking stuff going on science fiction fantasy shit with uh benders and fire throwers and water throwers
3: what do you think yeah i mean this is so far out of my bag that i watched it and didn't have an opinion on it
0: you never you didn't watch the avatar that was no too, i never
3: watched the avatar yeah. i remember getting into avatar the cameron movie and then people being like no the real avatar yeah, that's different is,
0: avatar it's huge avatar. this
1: is avatar yeah, then, is huge it's weird that there's two major ip with yes. the name avatar yes. in it yeah. but
3: and then they had to release a movie where they just called it The Last Airbender, so it wouldn't confuse people. And that was Another the M. Night movie. That.
0: Yeah, that's really bad,
3: apparently. But yeah, I have nothing. I really have. It looks fine. It looks good. Okay. I just, I've i n- never seen anything Avatar.
1: Me neither, but, like, this trailer made me want to watch. Like, I would watch this. I will watch this. So the animation is actually a very well-done animation that's... um, It's a long story, and it, an it resolves... It- it's it's not. I don't think it's technically anime. It's American oh. made. Oh, okay, got it. But it looks like anime. It's got designed it. to look like anime, but like it's basically like this self-contained story it has a beginning and an end, and it's a long series. But it tells the the whole tale of like the the Avatar. With there's all these ba- there's benders of elements. Right so there's like air benders, fire benders, water benders, all these. Different people that, and then there's the Avatar that can master all of them oh, and use them all. Okay, so he's super powerful, but he's reborn and reincarnated into this little kid named Aang. Yep, and um, he is frozen in ice, and these kind of like, uh, I guess they're uh, they're people that live in the in the ice, uh, snow people, I guess, like these tribes that live up up there in the in the in the ice. They find him. And they get him out of there, and automatically they're thrust into this adventure, and they're basically trying to use Aang as like the impetus to like start a revolution against the fire pe- the firebenders who have ultimate power. Okay, okay. Because when you uh, for some reason firebending beats out everything else.
0: Okay, fire beats water, air, and earth. Gotcha.
1: So they they've figured out how to harness their power in a way where the other benders are. And also, there are no more benders. Like, for some reason, it's, oh, it's become like a lost art. Uh, yeah. So only the firebenders have the power at the uh, moment. Uh, so it's just kind of like a an adventure. It's elemental. It's got a lot of Zen stuff in it. It's got a lot of, like, spirituality. And it's actually really well done. It's kind of, like, mysteriously heavy for, like, a kid show.
0: That's what I heard. Like, I know
1: there's a lot of lore. I know that it's huge. Yeah, there's a lot of lore. Uh there were all these like little side stories and stuff about other people and like ancient like legends and stuff. And yeah, I could see how a little kid who started watching this like at, like ten years old, yeah. this is like their shit. Um I'm interested in it. I-, I know enough about it to go in and enjoy it. I'm not an expert on Avatar by any means. Um but um that's what I was able to kind of from the Dozen or so episodes that I watched because I watched Legend of Korra in its entirety. Okay, which is a continuation. Like she becomes the next avatar. Uh,
0: Okay, well, so then did this look like a pretty good adaptation of the episodes? What based on what you watched? Yeah, it looks. It looks like right out of it like they 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 copied it like a hundred percent i mean i love i got i love the bit where his like arrow and his eyes light up like he powers up and he's floating and it looks dope and after like one piece was great i'm gonna check this out my only concern is the few lines we hear from the kid i'm like oh i hope we don't get an annoying kid fucking oh he's like annoying in the show Oh, he's supposed to be annoying
1: yeah he's like this kid who's been frozen in time and he's just like little shit he doesn't realize like like he he understands the powers that he has and how important they are but he's just so like crazy about being out in the world that he's just overwhelmed with like excitement for everything. So uh um, yeah, can of fun. be annoying.
0: Yeah, love science and the magic and the fucking looks fun. I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to
1: uh be like uh, earth-shattering, but I think that the people who have been waiting for a proper adaptation are going to finally get
0: it. 8 episodes, February 22nd on the netflix last thing in the news fellas i just didn't want to put this in because i am exhausted the oscar i mean, the nominations came out like two mondays ago i've heard so many people talk about it and all the f- hubbub and i was like Bleh. i'm exhausted talking about it but a uh, couple of highlights couple of notable things for us i think and one thing i did want to get your thoughts on um i think the thing that would make you guys happy godzilla minus one gets a visual effects oscars nomination i'll take oh, it that's pretty good it is going up against the creator that was very good guardians of the galaxy volume three mission impossible dead reckoning part one and napoleon so it it do you think it can win this uh this category here i feel like mm, i don't know creator was really no, good no guardian no way really it's gonna
1: good. win no yeah i don't think so it's good the, the nomination is big but yeah i don't care Get it. go ahead if it does i'll fucking i'll
0: fucking flip out <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy <laughs> Yes. Yeah, i lose my shit does get a nomination i think it's between like guardians and maybe the creator or maybe mission impossible i don't know that's tough i mean the creator was pretty impressive
1: for the price and so is yeah. godzilla, so was godzilla. I mean, even more of a feat yeah. in a way yeah but um the fact that how many people
0: are working on it, i think 30 people Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is arguably, like, Guardians would have the most 300 polished, right? The most polished finished effects just because of their resources. The money. Yeah, that they have. Other couple highlights uh, leading the nominations Oppenheimer, 13 nominations, uh, followed by Poor Things with 11 nominations. I got to see that movie. I got to see that too. I heard it's good. Emma Stone uh, is in it, and Ruffalo, and I heard it's crazy. And then Barbie, Barbie gets eight Oscar nominations and people are still upset. Have <laughs> you been following because uh, Greta Gerwig didn't get best director yeah. and Margot does not get a nomination for best yeah.
3: actress? Yeah, I saw that. And then someone was like, this is exactly what uh, Barbie was trying to say, because um, what's his face? Gosling gets a nomination for actor. Ken, but also <laughs> a, shut the fuck up. America
0: Ferreira <laughs> also gets a nomination for supporting yeah. what do you think that's about what do you think well, look, that that's the, about i the only thing i think is legit is maybe greta the greta got a snubbed like to make that movie work what she did for about a movie about a doll and for it to make they already won right they made a billion and a half or whatever the fuck dollars for her to pull that movie off and it be kind of what it is and intelligent. have you seen the other movies though Uh, no, that's the thing is I don't know who you would take out. I've seen some of them. So in directing, we have, uh, Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. haven't seen that. I heard it's good. Is that a woman? That's a woman. Yes. That is a woman. Good. She also wrote that movie (laughs) and she directed it. I heard it's very good. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon. Nolan for Oppenheimer. He's going to win, by the way. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things and Jonathan Glazer for Zone of Interest, which I have not seen. That's the one where the people live next to Auschwitz. Oh yes, this is a Holocaust movie. I've heard. Yes, yeah. So who do you take out? It's tough. I mean, it just I seems know. silly to have Barbie there. Right. Right.
3: Yeah. I, I just. I think this is just one of those things where where people are looking for a reason to get upset. The Barbie Barbie's gotten a lot of nominations. It's gotten a lot of love. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, do we I need mean, to look, fucking bend over backwards it, forever? It, like, it's still it, got it, eight. I think. I think the Oscars
1: are picked the. To- Five best directors they thought were the best. Yeah. You know, with sure. it, it is what it is. I mean, look, it couldn't have been in there. Sure. Yeah. I think why not? It was an important film. It is silly, but it also does have layers to it that you can sit there Absolutely. and deconstruct. Yeah. You know, I do think that it has a lot more problems with it. Like, it's far from a perfect film, right? Yeah. So I feel like maybe those other films are more complete may, or all as a whole better it's you know, it, I can I can see that argument being made. It has so.
0: eight nominations. And yeah. I, if you think of you know, Ken Gosling, that role, he almost stole the fucking movie. They wrote a great role for him. He did a good job. Margot Robbie, I could say, I wouldn't have nominated her for best actor. I can see that. It's fine. She did a good job, but Ken, the Ken role and then that monologue they gave America Ferreira got her the nomination. They wrote it for her, got her a nomination. That's what you want. Now it is nominated for best adapted screenplay writing Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. This was another bit of con- controversy where it was going to be either. Was it going to be in the original screenplay category or adapted screenplay category? People arguing it should be in the original The Academy saying it's based on a doll. They're going to put it in adapted. I don't think I think it should be an original. No. I would go adapted to.
1: You would? Would go adapted. Really? Yeah. But then it, it's not it's not, it's not because original Because the story idea. comes from something
0: else. But the story right. is
3: original. The story hasn't No, it's done. not. How is it original? Barbie, he didn't come, They shouldn't
0: come up with Barbie. No, but the the, the it's just a doll. Didn't come up with any of those characters. Came
1: up with the
0: the story to go with the doll. But these all the dolls.
1: elements are there. The dream house can all that stuff. It's all, that stuff is, all that stuff is is not her idea. What are you talking about? It's an
0: original take on the bar. I mean, no, it was not. It's it's a take on the. You just said he, it. It's an original take on the Barbie. So anything based on a toy or an item or a thing is automatically going to be. You're going to say it's adapted. Probably. Yeah. Well, if I say I'm going to make a movie about He
1: Man, but it's not like He Man at all. It's still adapted from He Man.
0: Yeah, yeah, but He Man orig- has an original screenplay,
3: Imran, would be something you came up with.
0: But He-Man has like narrative stories, like Barbie. So does Barbie. Yes, he does. Those character all the all the different Barbie like, dolls, Goodwill have hunting, different characters.
1: It's not based on anything. There's no Goodwill Hunting show that we adapt, right? Yeah. So this is adapted. Whether whatever you do original with it, great. But you're still adapting it. You're using something to start with. That's right. That wasn't your that, idea. Oh, someone, yeah, someone owns. Yeah, I, I completely disagree. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's 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 an easy one. Yeah.
3: The the, the the Yeah, the other one, if Barbie got nominated, if uh, Greta Gerwig got best director or nomination, whatever. Cool. Yeah. She didn't get it. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> you get it up and up in arms. And then the point to like, oh, this is a sexist. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's,
0: a little, it's a little much. Come on. Come on. Yeah. It is hilarious Come though they give it to Ken.
3: Other things you can spend your energy on to to fight the good fight. That is than true. Greta Gerwig in her best director. That nomination. is true. Look,
0: the Golden Globes gave it a, an award. I mean, do you They're think that money.
1: do you think that he should be di- uh, nominated for best actor? Okay, uh, Gosling. Gosling. Oh, okay. So that's
3: interesting. Let's look at is so it was uh, you know. Sterling K. Brown. Yep. I haven't seen the American yep. Fiction. Robert De Niro and Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep. Downey and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Ryan Gosling and then Mark Ruffalo and Poor Things. Yeah, I haven't seen. I've only seen Downey and Oppenheimer. He's awesome in that. Gosling and Barbie is funny. He it's was, a funny role. I don't know if it's like an act, supporting actor, but I remember getting into this. You remember that? Yeah. And some of the nominees, you're just like, whoa, that got nominated. Like yeah. it just these things kind of happen. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would have given him either one. Yeah. No, and, and no one either. I think I don't think anybody from Barbie did any kind of stellar acting that was right. like commendable beyond like. It's, that's it's that's funny. just to me. Boilerplate acting, right, you uh, but know? he does.
0: He kind of does steal the movie, and everybody loves Ken at the end. And uh, but that is a good point. And does America Ferrera deserve to be also mentioned? Uh, I don't even remember America Ferrera. Uh, she movie. She, was she was the mom. She gives that oh, okay. speech, the whole speech about what it's like to be a woman. All I the mean, she's probably
3: playing with the most range
1: behind Margot. That speech is like. 70% can apply to any human being, yeah. but and only like 30% can only speech apply to is
0: powerful rugs. That speech is powerful. <laughs> it's very important. Everyone hear it. So uh, a lot of interesting things. We'll see what happens. And, and, and the, and the thing I would
1: say to that speech is you can be whatever you want. You just don't give a fuck. And there you go.
0: Be whatever sure. you are. You do you. Yeah.
1: Do whatever you want.
0: Uh, no one cares the, the uh and then finally who do you think i mean we could just go the big one best picture american fiction anatomy of a fall barbie the holdovers killers of the flower moon maestro oppenheimer past lives poor things the zone of interest there's 10 movies it's a lot of movies my prediction is like oppenheimer wins a lot of this i don't know why
3: Oh, yeah. The, the, from what I've seen
0: and heard, this is Oppenheimer's to win. So the only movies I've seen out of this, I did see The Holdovers. We'll talk about that. So I've seen Barbie, The Holdovers, Oppenheimer, and that's it. I need to see Killers. I need to find three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Sit down. Watch that movie. <laughs> I'm
1: like. I've thought about watching it and every time it's like that doesn't seem like a good time. So I just <laughs>
0: No, I, just I know it's going to gonna it. be very depressing and down and like heavy and so I just exactly. I haven't been ready to experience that. And I heard Anatomy of the Fall is good. Past Lives looks good. There's a lot of good shit out there. Anyways, uh 96th uh Oscar Academy Awards March 10th uh 2024. Who's hosting it? Uh you know what? It's not Chris Rock. It's not him. Anyway. Yeah. Just give him a chance. I don't know. I don't know if they picked the host. She have Will Smith hosted. <laughs> Who is well, Chris Robb shows up? He like, he like swings in like Batman. he do like a revenge host. Like, now you get a chance to slap him if you want. We'll allow it. It's only fair. Let's take a break here, fellas. It's going to be from- Joel Coy again. Yes. Give <laughs> Joel Coy another chance. Give him another shot. Give yeah. another him another shot. He'll do better with more prep time. It's more than 10 days away. I think he'll be fine. It's a rough gig, man. It's a rough gig. Let's take a break, play some promos. We got come back and we'll talk about Zack Snyder's latest music video. I mean movie. Right <laughs> after this.
2: After these messages, we'll be right back.
0: Have you ever been reading through a stack of
3: comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were, well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know
2: how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
0: What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun, check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show. And nerd. Listener, if you enjoy this show, this is a fantastic time to join our awesome Patreon fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And, and you can give back, support the show on a monthly or annual basis and get access to fun things like an exclusive podcast feed where the shows come out early. There's tons of bonus content to listen to right away when you sign up. You can go back. There's hours of instant reactions and bonus material. You can join us on our monthly Discord hangouts. The next one will be February 22nd, Thursday, February 22nd. Put it in your calendars. Uh, You can pick a movie for us to watch and review. Get a T-shirt. It's lots of fun over on jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Okay. Join the Patreon. Join it today. I command you. Rugboy says you have to do it. Let's get to the movie review, fellas. This week, we are looking at Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Yes, that is the whole title. It's really long. Here's your spoilers.
1: trap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time.
0: This movie's been out for a little over a month now. It came out December 15th last year on the Netflix. And this is the movie that was originally... Zack Snyder's Star Wars pitch that Lucasfilm was like, you know what? We're good. It's fine. No, we don't really need this. Then he tricked Netflix into giving him $166 million to make this first part, which is the budget of this movie, on the Rotten Tomatoes, critic score, Tomatometer, 22%. Wow. Wow. 4.2 out of 10 average rating. Audience score, 58%. Just a little bit better. Uh, again, this movie written and directed by Jack, uh, Jack Snyder. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Jack. Uh, helping him write is Kurt Johnstead and Shay Hatton also writing. But this is a Snyder joint starring Sophia Botella in the lead as Cora. Jimon Huntsu is General Titus. Ed Scrain as one of the bad guys. Atticus Noble. Um, there you got guys like Michelle Huizman playing Gunner. Ray Fisher's in this uh, as Darian Blood X. Charlie Hunnam uh, as Kai. Another Tom Hardy light-looking fella. These guys all look the same. The voice of Anthony Hopkins is in this. Just the voice. And uh, some other people we can talk about. Gary Elways. Gary Elways is in this? I don't know any of these other people. Is he? I, it says he's in it as the king. Might have oh. been in like a flashback or something. Uh, anyways, Anthony, yeah, what happens in this PG thirteen version of this movie? We'll get to that. God, that that already makes my
3: eyes roll. <laughs> that there's a PT PG thirteen. All right, this whatever.
0: is the PG thirteen cut of the movie. It's two hours and thirteen minutes. The, the ego on this man. What happens? It just, it cannot be stopped. Okay, and yeah, that just makes me angry. Think about it. what happens in Rebel Moon Part One.
3: Oh, this is about somewhere in space in the future there's a overlord a, that's taken over and conquered all these different planets and people are rebelling against them and there's a farming village that is under the thumb of these that's been never been touched or whatever but is now under the thumb of this terrible ruler who sends out a team to mine this farm of everything it got and has as far as food and on this farm happens to be one of the rebels who decides to stand up and recruit a band of fellow rebels to take down this giant machine in space or this uh this terrible leader in space or whatever the fuck they
0: are i don't know what the hell they are uh there it's the empire yeah it's the empire yeah i mean it's it yeah, all it's sounds like it's things the mother like- world the empire yes. whatever it all sounds yep. like things I've seen before, strangely. Yeah, strangely everything <laughs> is very derivative of other things. Essentially Zack Snyder's answer to, hey, you ever you ever wanted to see every science fiction movie smashed into one? I could do that for you. Zack <laughs> Snyder's like the Rob Layfield of <laughs> oh, film. He kind of is. Yeah. Just yep. need more pouches. <laughs> um okay so hey first of all would you have watched this if we if i didn't force you to watch this no no i would not have watched. see that's the thing with me now with Zack snyder as a divisive as he is as everybody whatever he thinks now i feel like whatever he makes i need to see this because that's good yeah me too i had to watch it the day it came out right because i'm like okay what the fuck is this guy doing now so having said that anthony uh what'd you think coming out of part one of this team building movie
3: Oh man! I mean, I'll start off by saying I didn't hate it. Okay, I don't hate it like I hate Batman v Superman. Okay, Let's start and some of the other stuff. That being said, I saw some reviews on Letterboxed, and it was completely true or yeah. completely how I thought. Um, yeah, I mean, this is completely derivative of everything we've like Dune and Star Wars and Seven Samurai and mm-hmm. and I, the the problem with zach snyder films for me are is that like i feel like he just goes i have a lot of cool scenes i want to shoot yeah and i have a lot of cool ideas and i don't know how to put this together so hey chat gpt can you put it together I'll for me it. oh shit because i don't know how to write this together to make it my like give it its own flavor so I'm going to put all these ideas. To, I'm going to put everything I ever thought was cool in a film. But I don't really know how to give it its own personality. Oh, wait. I know how to give it its own personality. I'm just going to make slow-mo my thing all the time in all of my films, even though it ruins the momentum of all my action scenes. Yeah, um, yeah, this movie's not good. It sucks. I I, I didn't hate it. There, the, the beginning actually kind of hooked me with the... With the the dupe doing the Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards impersonation, yes, the, and um, for some reason and killing the yeah. farmer, and, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's a good hook. You know, I want to see this farming town get defended. And then you have Sophia killing all the people before they're about to. It's a cool rape scene, and that's a pretty
0: dope fucking action scene where she. It is until they do the slow mo. It was a and lot then, of slow mo, <laughs> and then
3: from there it just goes into this like recruiting thing, where we're getting different scenes and meeting all these different rebels, but. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's so derivative of everything. I just kept thinking of Star Wars. Yeah. I, oh, there's so I many things. I just kept thinking of Dune, we'll and I kept through. thinking of yeah. Seven Samurai, yeah. and it's just, he it just has a hard, like, the, the movie just gets really boring, and by the end, I don't know anything about these, this team of characters. No, and you don't. I don't want to follow them. I, I, the action scenes, like, you, you cut them out, and they look cool as a, as a picture. Yep they're not even that cool. Like it's just the slow-mo is just horrible. I mean, they, I, I, I don't, I just do not connect with Zack film. It's
0: called films. slow-mo and speed ramps and lens flare. These are the ingredients to this X. Absolutely. Movie. Yeah. It's just, uh, I just,
3: I don't, I don't, I don't connect to his films. I, the only film I've ever connected with that I really liked was 300. And that was the first time I saw him doing the slow-mo. And I don't know why he thinks like, this is still cool. Twenty years later, or whatever it's not, whatever it's been, but it, it just it doesn't work it's anymore. It's so man. surprising. Stop it!
0: It's so surprising how Stop. someone could be so good at like half of their job, and well, then he just, just bad at the you other. You can't
1: you can't have unabashed Zack Snyder. You just can't because no. he can't handle it. Like he needs something uh, to to work off of. Like three hundred, uh, his Dawn of the Dead movie was very good. Uh, I liked Watchmen. I thought it was okay. I thought. Um, Man of Steel was okay. Yeah, he just, is, like, with Sucker Punch, oh, that movie was just, like, st- like all stitched together scenes of all these different genres, and he used, like, a mental institution as a way to weave them all together, and he's basically doing the same thing with this. He's, like, using uh, outer space to have, like, a gladiator planet. yeah. A fucking yeah. planet where there's, like... Uh, uh, a Native American kind of character. Yeah, but a Blade Runner. Planet. Jumping. Uh, there's a Blade Runner playing. Yeah. So he's using it to kind of create all of these things that he wants to rip off and do. Yeah. Like, he's basically, this is a selfish movie. Oh, it's pretty This indulgent. is not, this is him indulging himself. Yeah. This is him, like, I want to do a cyberpunk thing. I want to do this. Yeah. And, um, like, there's characters that, like, drop off the face of the earth that like they get introduced and then like they just never rep- like is that one like dude who like helps them that's on the that's on the bad guys team on when they're on oh, the, yeah. one, the
0: one soldier Christ, what is i forgot about the, that the, guy The one soldier that didn't want to like rape the little girl right and, that helped yeah him. what then, happened to him yes and then there's like the robot that oh, yeah, oh, the the robot robot thing just fucks is off weird. yes <laughs> jimmy we'll get into all that
3: the, the robot is like one of the more intriguing characters in yes. the voice, but they, it felt like they only had enough money for Anthony Hopkins to voice over until a third of the movie then, was yeah, over. Yeah, they had
1: Anthony Co- Hopkins film a cameo, and then <laughs>
0: the <laughs> the he drops the right robot. Yeah, the robot saves them and then just fucks off for two-thirds of the movie, really, yeah. until the end, and then you're like, what the fuck? Why are you wearing antlers? What happened here? I'm sure he'll <laughs> explain knows. that later. Um, so what did you think overall, Ruggs?
1: Um, it's not good. <laughs> okay. I, I thought... <laughs> I usually defend Zack Snyder because I I like artistic vision yeah. and I like that his, he's got some good, really good instincts for like texture and like you and like uh, costuming and art direction yes. and, and even like aesthetics. Yeah. Like he really can make something look great. But um, that's half the job right there. He does what about indulge other himself other? way too much. There's too much slow-mo and. None of this has any kind of dramatic weight. Uh, dialogue is terrible. The acting is questionable on a lot of these actors. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just not great. It's, no. and and it's like it, it's derivative of so many things and it's obvious. So it's like it doesn't feel fresh or new. It feels very stale. Yeah. It yeah, feels like we've seen a lot of this stuff already. Uh, we feel like we've been here before. We feel like we've had this this version of Zack Snyder many times. Like the very Zack Zack Snyder. Like We need a new Zack Snyder. He needs to reinvent. He needs to go back he, he to like to re- when he did Dawn of the Dead. Sure, maybe reinvent himself. He was so much of a, a better director. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? He was so hungry and wanted he did a great job with that. He was putting the camera in weird ass places and doing crazy shit. And I think the thing with Zack Snyder is keep it simple. Right? If you if you're gonna do your own thing and not adapt something else that's already kind of got something going on, like keep it simple. Like he could do I mean I feel like director wise, he could do a probably matches of the universe.
0: Oh, man. Zack Snyder doing
1: the He-Man movie would be. But he wouldn't be able to bring There's a little bit of that uh, in here. He wouldn't be able to bring like, uh, I don't want to talk about the the He-Man show, but the He-Man show had something going on there that was actually pretty good. So um that's it. like he needs that. He needs that dramatic thing that he needs, like a good dramatic story and, 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 a good screenplay, like he doesn't a have solid that. foundation. Also, also though, yeah. on the dramatic thing, I wrote
3: down that everything in this movie is overly melodramatic. Yes, like yes, he plays up every scene as if it's with the music it's, and the yes. slow mo yes. and the way people are acting as if this is the most important stuff ever. Yeah. And it
1: just there's no he has right. no restraint. Yeah, he can't yeah, help you need, himself. You, you need push and pull. Yeah like it's all it's always on one high level and so it, then that level becomes base right like when you if you're a person that yells all the time people just be like that's the normal voice like they're not even no dynamics you need dynamics yeah, in the you story it's all you need to have, it's all, yeah. need to have yeah. you know ups and downs it's, you need to have he's always have up
0: here the whole time right and at a certain point that becomes you get used to it becomes boring yeah i look this dialogue who talks like why did you write this stilted unnatural dialogue? Uh it, I, nobody talks like this. Perhaps he could have picked a better lead. Like Sophia Batella, I know she's done a lot of movies. I don't think she's doing a good job as the lead. Like she her line delivery is just not great. It's not, it's not, it's not when good. But she's yelling at fucking Jimon Hansu, and she's like, I don't need no pity. I was like, oh my god, really? Really?
2: There's so many
0: times. She's just yelling and she's oh, it's derivative. But at the same time, there are some visually stunning fucking sequences that I did enjoy. So look, I just wanted to kind of go through, break down all the fucking things he stole, all the inspirations, right? (laughs) Because there's so many, and some of them are kind of interesting. Let's not forget the fact that the movie opens with a vagina space portal opening and like what's that stolen from women i don't know yes i guess (laughs) stolen from women stolen from barbie is that what he did and there's like a dick spaceship coming out of it that's great and then she's sniffing the dirt anyways yeah the whole setup is these guys come they kill their leader she kills them they gotta find a bunch of soldiers first stop they go find this dude kai in what's essentially the star wars cantina and he is essentially han solo Well,
3: even the but before, moving back though that the scene with Ed Screen is inglorious. Oh, bastards. that's
0: inglorious bastards where the guy's calmly putting the screws to yeah. someone. He's like, "You are going to do? It. Why is he dressed like a Nazi? Why is the bad guy dressed like a Nazi?" And not because space? he's
1: he, there's no subtlety. No, um, he's he is Rob Layfield. He just takes other people's stuff and draws over it's it. Like, I'm going to take and Spider Spider-Man now, and make it yep.
0: Deadpool. That's what I did. <laughs> I just yeah. took Spider Man, made a Deadpool. Yes, yeah, so you meet this robot, and that's really interesting. And his name is Jimmy, and they can't fight. He saves them. It's Interesting that there's a there's a thread there. Anthony Hopkins, Anthony fucking Hopkins, giving Bl- blows so much- that
3: thread within the first thirty minutes, and then tells him, but then goes, "I have nothing left for this character."
0: And he's like, "I'm out." Because
3: a, a, a robot that like is kind of sentient, and yeah. then stops fighting, yeah. like stops doing the thing it's programmed to do, yeah. and then gets moved to come back to fighting, like. There's something to mind there. He can't. He can't help himself. He, it's too much. He blows that thread it's right too away. Too
0: much. The other problem with the Cora character and the way he writes things is like there's so much. There's no dialogue. It's but exposition. it like a long version of this. Yes, we'll get to that. Dang. We'll get to that at the end. I'll tell you what his plan is. But Cora's oh speech, her flashback speeches, like there's so much exposition. And yes, yeah, she was a former soldier and her boyfriend died and she was supposed to pick the princess. None of it. We don't care about any of this. I don't know what her. None of that matters. None of it matters. You didn't. I don't feel any of it. You didn't. You're just telling me and showing me these slow mo fucking clips. They don't need to be in slow mo. Right. So none of that connects, right? So we get Han Solo and he's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you find the bad guys. Then they go to like John Carter. Prince of right. Mars uh, or Tarzan. They find a dude that looks like Tarzan, Tarak. Yeah. And then he's got to ride like a creature from Harry Potter. A fucking <laughs> bird lion or Like with Jason wings. in the
3: Argonaut, or, like a, yes. a, a griffin yeah. centaur yep. type thing, a yep. griffin character or monster.
0: And look, some of this, this sequence is cool. Here we get the first of many of slow motion jumping in the air, being backlit by something. Cool shots. There's like three of those shots in this fucking movie. It's a cool shot. But as Ruggs said, and I've said,
3: when you just keep going to the slow-mo yeah. it's now not a cool shot anymore it's just
0: like why are we halting momentum on these scenes because he lo- wants to make a splash page like in a comic book but it does yeah. it do- it halts all the momentum and he yeah. it does it three fucking times in this movie just do it once anyway so Tarek tames this beast he's in uh then they go to blade runner planet and they got to find a jedi who's got lightsabers red lightsabers right now this her fighting this giant fucking spider baby there was something there also. She The way Good. the spider lady was talking like she was being poisoned, that's why she kidnapped the baby. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this planet? You don't find yeah, out. They, they just run through yeah. that. Yeah. The fight's cool. She gets fucking laser-sorted. The fight's ne- cool. I don't know anything, though, about Nemesis. No, no don't, you don't know, know anything shit. about Nemesis. And apparently Nemesis is like, I'm cool, let's go. I'm to the next right. stop. What what is the motive yeah, what what motivates them to just be like, yep, I'm in. Everybody just joins really easily. This next guy joined the easiest, General Titus, Jimon Hansu. They go to the fucking gladiator planet.
3: Yeah. They go to Gladiator,
0: yes, where
3: the original Gladiator had Digimon Hansu in it. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
0: god, that's right. <laughs> and now he's in this one playing the Gladiator. And he's all drunk and they clean him up and she just yells at him. And he's like okay i'm in let's go like
3: really you can you power wash me and yell at me and i'm in
0: they they didn't even feed him they just cleaned him up sobered him up (laughs) and she goes i don't have time for pity i was like really and then he's in and then they go uh to some alien planet we meet that king levitica to hook up with the blood X siblings these guys this is another just star wars thing star wars their makeup also reminded me of like mad max like the black across the eyes right and then the brother's like, okay, I'm in. And the sister's not in. And he's like, who'll join me? And all these fuckers join, join him. Just, I don't know why. Yep. Uh, very easy. They need a team. And all, they got yes, one now. very convincing and all. And that, that brings us to the third act where Noble is chasing them. By the way, this is all seven samurai. They, right. This is them. He heard them collecting a team. Collecting a team in is a the village. Little t- but again, you don't get to learn you don't get, anything. You
3: don't, yeah, you don't get the personality of these characters. These characters. His, his, the way he portrays personality is i want to do a cool action scene cool. in the in the vein of a cool movie i yeah, saw
0: yeah they just look cool uh and that brings us to the third act where kai double crosses him surprise surprise whatever you knew that was going to happen and then i love this part they are captured by these fucking tentacle robot things that that keep them upright and how do you <laughs> kill them you take a gun you shove it in the back of the head you pull the trigger a bolt pops up right however if you let one of the prisoners do it, all you got to do is turn the thing the other way, and it uh, releases them. Who designed this?
3: This is so dumb. I love I love the, that scene because not because it's good, but uh, because the dude. Um, what's the guy's name?
0: Uh, Gunner or Kai? Gunner, yeah, Gunner. Gunner.
3: Freeze, Cora. Mm-hmm. The rest of the group, the rebels, are in the fucking straps.
0: Yeah, they don't release right?
3: them strapped for a while. Up high up, yes, they're strapped up. People are firing their lasers at Korra, yeah. firing them indiscriminately, just firing them back at the rebels. They don't think to just shoot the fucking rebels in the thing. <laughs> they're right. None of those
0: rebels. They all have time to get out. Yeah. It took them a while to get them out, too. I was like, you're not yeah. going
3: to free the rest None of these of fuckers. The, We're literally uh, they There's they're being placed on a pedestal.
0: Can't move. You <laughs> yeah, can kill just them. Shoot
2: them. Right there.
0: <laughs> kill them. Nope. Nope. Barely an inconvenience. They got out. Yeah. Fine. Get to fight. Uh, yes. Gunner kills Kai, so Charlie Hunnam's out. Yeah, and then uh, Brother Blood X does—he does. I think this is the second jump. I forget where the third one is. He does another slow motion jump into the thing. Yeah, sacrificing himself, he does die. Uh, he slow mos into the into the the, the, the the big gun thing. Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. And then the plane crashes, and Cora is left to fight Noble on this platform. They fight, yada yada. She beats him. He falls yay they Balls. won they all go back to the planet we see the fucking robot with the antlers and then he does Battlestar star galactica and he's reborn he's not dead Atticus or, darth vader. or the matrix and then they put him into yeah. the matrix yes they do the darth vader he's not dead they plug him into the tubes and then he goes in the matrix and yeah, he does to talk to <laughs> belisarius and the guy's like i'll give you another chance to fucking get cora and then he's just screaming Oh my god! He goes in. The, I don't
3: understand the Matrix part. Like, so to meet the. What if he doesn't get it? Who? How is the? If he just doesn't plug into the Matrix, Belisarius can never get him.
0: You can't talk to him,
3: right? Is it because? Isn't he dead? I don't know. I don't. Is what does that dead? mean? I don't even know what that I'm meant. I'm not sure.
0: He's not dead. No, he'll be back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, unclear. The bad guy Belisarius, sucks. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, Noble is kind of creepy, but
3: yeah, Noble, Noble's all right. Yeah. I mean, he's got the weird haircut, and yeah. he's doing he's. Hans Landa, I keep saying he's just Hans Landa. He's doing that, but yeah. So he's got a he's got got an evil face. So give him that.
0: Yeah, and this is half a story, right? And so we're kind of left with half a story. Now, here's the thing we've all been referring to regarding Snyder's. I mean, the story is kind of over. I guess they. You you could if you if you
3: didn't if you didn't juice
0: up Noble. Yeah, it's done. It could be over. I mean, they're gonna come after them now, though. Of course, right. They fucked it, and she's got a team we don't know anything about. So, yeah,
3: team that none of us. If you could name one personality trait on anyone on that team, you'd be. You'd. I'd give you a thousand dollars.
0: So we do (laughs) learn that Tarek was a prince at one point. That's they throw that in there. Is that a personality trait? Not a personality trait, but that's (laughs) all you know about him. You don't know shit about Nemesis. You know shit about those blood. The Blood Axe sister still out there. I think the whole thing with the princess, the he that she's the healer and she was her bodyguard. I think maybe the princess is not dead, or there's some right. kind of twist there, mm. because the part two is called the scar giver. She's apparently the scar giver. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. So Zack Snyder, after this movie came out, revealed a bunch of things, and I feel like this is a really dumb stunt Netflix has forced on him. Apparently, this PG thirteen version uh is is the one netflix wanted and they want to do a Zack snyder cut stunt he has an r-rated version he said that it's a completely different movie it's like four hours long with uh, okay I, I
3: have a comment there already th-
0: which is of uh, yes this no this whole thing is ridiculous first of all you're gonna fucking make me watch this thing again aren't you you've already got me with the fucking justice league you motherfucker second of all why you're making the two movies just make yeah. the one movie you want to make. It's fucking I don't, I don't
3: know if Netflix forced this on him or if this was him. I, I lean Maybe towards both. I thought without any knowledge yeah. his ego doing this because I think this guy has the most massive uncontrollable ego within Hollywood. Netflix has given him creative control and carte blanche. Why is he making two separate versions of the film? Make one film, you fuck. Yes, give me the movie. Why are we getting an R-rated what? version with different scenes?
0: You, what is this? You're wasting my time with the fucking PG-13 version. I think Netflix saw like the Snyder Cut Justice League stunt and the eyeballs and the meat, and they were like, "We're gonna fucking try to." It's force just
1: not this. a good thing to be known for. Yes, it's no, not. sorry, it's, it's not right. Like, yeah, making incomplete movies to, you go know, watch a four-hour version. Like, four hours is a lot of time, uh, and to. To have four hours of bad acting, you're gonna destroy your god. Career. Here's the
0: well, worst thing: is also, I will also I
3: will watch this. Of course, you will. <laughs> well, also like most of the time, director's cuts of movies are demanded because the the, the studio fucked you, right? And you're like, I made this movie, right. And then they changed. And it, it didn't come out the yeah. way I wanted yeah. it because the studio fucked me. Yeah. There's That's, no fuckery no. here. Netflix is doing letting him do what he wants, and
0: he's going, yep. I'm making two movies Why of the same was, fucking movie. It, he says the the director's cut is an alternate reality of the fil- film's universe. It's <laughs> an entirely different fucking movie. What are you doing? What, what are we talking about? Why? Here? What is this? Why didn't I get to see that? Why are you giving me this fucking cut that you, nobody cares about? Is that what you ta- I, It doesn't make any sense. This, this would have been better
3: rated R, to be honest. Absolutely. There's a lot of scenes where it, it has a very... Like, you could see if there was blood there, it makes sense, and it doesn't. Also, there's like two. He's so. He's so he just can't control himself, dude. There's two scenes back to back of implied, like, rape that's about to happen. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Great. Have one. Why would you have the next scene be another rape? Scene? Point. Like, what? what? <laughs> there's just. I just. I just. I, I don't understand the way he thinks.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Who, whose decision this was but fuck. apparently whenever soldiers are
1: around that's what they do that's of course right. this,
0: all the soldiers are like asshole rapists right that's just another well let
3: you know that there's the horrors of war yeah, so yeah, yeah sure yeah. do that yeah. but then the next scene you're in a bar and the guy like grabs the gunner's crotch and wants to like buy to bang him it's <laughs> like why oh, do yeah. we need the, why is this all of a sudden, the most disgusting place in the world. That was, and then you just, yeah. ne- and then, and then it's just, just never talked about it again. Like there's that I mean, fucking like,
0: melty alien dude. Yeah, because it's the hive of scum and villainy, like on Star Wars. Right? That he wanted to buy Gunner, then That he came back, just, and then she kicks the shit out of him. Ah, uh, and yeah. apparently,
3: apparently, I'm going to probably jump the gun here. I know he's doing two. Yeah, I heard that th- th- this is at least a trilogy, and that he wants oh, God. to make this it's like its own ip with like spinoffs and all this fucking shit of course he does
0: of course he does i don't know
1: I, well you're terrible at world building so <laughs> i don't know nothing i don't remember anything except that it was like a star wars ripoff i don't yeah. remember anything unique about yeah. it it was like star wars ripoff with
3: dune tone if that makes sense, where it's like we're doing this more serious. I mean, it's yeah.
0: completely humorless too. Like, right? Though maybe a little bit. Like, I don't think it's any attempt, and that becomes to be a lot sometimes. It's weird when I watch a movie. I'm like,
1: that writing is so terrible. It makes me want to write because <laughs> I know I can <laughs> I do better. This, this fucking
0: dialogue better. I what I imagine in the four hour cut is probably all the backstory that got cut out. Maybe it's oh, a little God, darker, four hour but cut. fucking hell. I mean, the Snyder cut
1: was better. What it was than, of Justice League? Yes, I actually like that movie. You that can't be your thing. Like, I need a four hour movie <laughs> to like B- explain way. everything.
3: And and plus, the Snyder cut was in response to the Whedon. Yeah, the the ju- it, Justice League, was, which is something he didn't make. Yeah. he's doing a response to a movie he made. I mean, I just, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What is this?
0: So, don't, but it's who uh, does this? Ah, he uh, want who makes to be, two all-rated. separate
3: versions? Who, what? I don't, I just don't, I, I don't understand. I mean, it's, it, it screams to me
0: of just a massive ego. He said Netflix wanted a PG 13 version and then go nuts with the other version. We don't care. As he says, you know what why? he should have said? Yeah. No, I'm making one I'm movie. I'm making one movie and this is what it's going to be already. There are maybe they're afraid it was already. No, this is the movie. Why would they be afraid? It's R
3: rated. None of this makes sense.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's streaming. Just because
3: I mean,
1: look, that one doesn't mean the other one has to be bad. Like you, you know, you can make a good PG thirteen movie. Right. right. Like I'm sure, like not every fucking scene in the is just like uh, like nudity and fucking blood, gore, violence, and people saying fuck. Right. Like, like those are the things you have to edit out, right? But like, what about all the other stuff? Is all these narrative elements that you drop from this movie, why? Listen, if you are so, yeah.
0: any any good storyteller, can tell the story in the parameters and well, make and it good.
3: What if? And then well, let's say the R-rated movie is good. Let I don't know if it's going to be good, but let's say it is good. It's be- probably be a little bit better if there's more explanation. I think, yeah. Right. So then you willingly released a PG-13 yes. film yes. that was substandard.
0: Yes. Like none of this. It doesn't it's still. It just. It doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. It's so weird. Why would you undercut your own film? Yeah. He's like, oh, this fuck's first cut is shit. Don't even watch it. What? Uh, that's not how you do marketing. Yeah. But and like, there's no date for this other this guy. one. I don't think that's going to come out until the second part comes out. The second part of this coming out in April. I'd like to see
1: someone take his four hour movie and edit it down to a, to go, uh, a good oh, two hour yeah, movie. Oh yeah, just take
0: out all the fucking slow-mo. Even this movie, take out all the fucking slow-mo, leave it in once or twice. And- well, I think,
1: I think there's a lot
3: of issues. I mean, yeah the movie has just no personality
0: no it's like it, that's the same thing that i feel like i like the watchman but like he's not good at getting a performance out of the actor that's
3: i'm talking about even just not emotional. i mean the performance But i'm talking about what does this movie stand on yeah that is not and you can be derivative but there's tons of things that are derivative but they have their own personality correct this does not no. have anything no. that's its own personality it is a wasn't he wasn't he rumored to
0: direct a star wars movie at one point snyder i think this was the pitch the the okay. from the rumor like he did they he did pitch this to to disney as a star wars movie and they said no because it's so close right
3: it's it it's so i mean it's just the rebels the fucking small towns, yeah the,
0: it's the evil empire evil empire it's, like all, all, it's of all the this. fucking same thing it's all right there <laughs> all right having said that let's rate the movie anthony oh, final thoughts what are you gonna give it? Oh, man
3: he he is such a frustrating he really is director to really watch is. for me i i do not connect with the guy at all i don't like any most of his films other than 300 justice league and a little bit of man steel a little bit of watchman but uh, nothing else um I didn't hate it. I just, I, the guy just is just, for me, he's just a massive ego that is like uncontrollable and needs, like, doesn't, has no restraint in anything he does. The film's a, a four out of 10. I don't hate it, but I don't, but it's not fucking good.
0: Yeah, he is, he is frustrating. Rugs, what are you going to do?
1: I don't think. It's a good film, uh, but there is a lot of, like, nice visuals and nice direction in this, and there's a lot of, like, visionary-looking shots and uh things that he brought to life. I mean, even though it's derivative, it's still, like, well d- done visually. Like the
0: designs of the spaceships, the creatures. So Not if bad. you're
1: into that, you might get your money's worth. I think it's an average film because, like, even though you have this great spectacle and all of this like cool art direction, the acting and the script are terrible and the nothing's memorable. So I'm going to just give it a five.
0: Yeah. With the Snyder, you know, like I said, I'm always interested in watching whatever he makes. I'm there for the visuals. I dig the visuals, but this is half a film and it suffers from all. I don't know why he doesn't see what does film suffer from? You think you're an artist, you look at the stuff, you're like, maybe I can get some help in the dialogue and characterization. I got to give it a five and a half. It's a half a movie. I going to go five and a half. You know what too is, is this
3: film, this film is worse, but I got the same feel, a little bit of the same feeling watching this film that I did. The creator. Oh, okay. In terms of sure. like beautifully shot yeah. movies, yeah. space epics yeah. that they're trying to go for, but yeah. like just, just missing something, missing thing Yeah, it did remind missing me that of- hook that makes you go, "Wow!" Like I'm, the I am immersed in this film. More- I think
1: the creator's a better effort.
3: Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think the creator's a better effort. But both of the films I had, like they remind me of each other
0: they, a little bit. That that is very good. I'm I I want to watch the creator. The creator's, the creator's better. The creator's on streaming again. On uh, now, I want to watch it again. The creator is way better. It's that is a beautiful movie. But it's not, I mean, I wouldn't say the
3: creator is a masterpiece by any stretch. No,
0: I really need to go through and like say, like that third act kind of like ruins things there in the creator. But this, the whole time, you're just like, wow, we're just flying through this one thing after another. And I bring that up, too, because
3: you've got directors in both yeah. that really know how to shoot things yeah. and make them look good. Yeah,
0: no, that's a good comparison.
3: But I don't know if they have the full directing talent to make like awesome movies. Because you're they missing, make awesome, yes. they, they make awesome scenes, but not awesome.
0: You're missing the other half of the important skills you need, which is writing dialogue and writing emotion and building characters, pacing like, and pacing. That is a whole half of the craft, and like he is so good at one half, and so shit at the other half. With to me, it's sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Fucking Zack Snyder all day long. So yeah, well, uh, we will check back in maybe with the second part. Maybe it gets better. Okay. Uh, until then. We'll move on. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time time for news from the the nation. nation.
2: It's time for news from the nation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. It's like a trumpet. I got a couple of comments from our listeners. Brian Goff checking in. He, of course, runs the Instagram account Parks and Recreation Memes. You should follow it. There are a lot of funny memes if you love Parks and Rec. Uh, Brian says, hey, guys, I just watched The Beekeeper. My only problem with your guys' review is that it wasn't tens across the board. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, I had no interest in seeing this, but I'm so happy I did. I wonder if there's a way to add up the collective distance these people fly after being kicked by (laughs) Statham. Oh, it's like miles.
1: Field goal. Yeah, they're
0: all right through the uprights. So happy I was part of the selection committee to pick this flick, the Discord committee that is. Yes, he was there. We all decided to review it. Yeah, that's what happens on the Discord, people. Yeah, see, and I think everyone, once you go see this, you're very happy that I'm glad I saw this. fun uh, movie. And then we got a comment from Jamie Robinson, Mr. Throwback Thursday of the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast, who, incidentally, they have just celebrated 10 years of podcasting. They've been Whoa. They, yes, they've been going uh longer than we have. So I want to say congrats to them. We're close. We're not far behind a year. Uh, and this comment is about Reacher TV show. He says about Reacher, as someone who has read a ton of the Lee Child books. Season one is much more true to the Reacher character. He is the lone wolf walking the earth. He's a very simple man who just wants to be left alone. Season two is nearly every action movie trope wrapped into one season. I'm hoping season three saves it from itself. Me too. It's, valid, it's a valid, point. So you're right. Let's get back to basics. Yes, he's supposed to be like came from kung fu, just a loner, own wolf and cub. Uh, but some. It's more fun when the girl in the
1: small town is like right. hot for him, yeah, like in the first instead time. of like some chick that he used to work with.
0: I was hoping he was gonna call her in this season. I wanted to know, what, like, you still talk to her? <laughs> Come on, you guys, you were good. You hooked up. And then finally, uh, there's a little bit of a Dune promotion that is sweeping the internet. Everybody's talking. David Zika and Just Rivera posted about this. Just Rivera saying there's some high quality promotional work by the Dune team. Uh, it is what is known as a popcorn bucket topper rugs. Uh could you describe this thing for it looks just like my Slack listener? What are what is this? Describe it. It
1: looks like a big puckering anus and a gaping butthole. It's a thing. And I'm going to feel like I need to lube up my hand before I go get my popcorn. It is
0: a thing you put on top of the popcorn bucket at the theater, and it's designed to look like the mouth of ice. So your hand is ramming into this open hole. Right? The sandworm from fucking uh, (laughs) the movie. But that's not what people are going to be sticking into this hole. You see this thing? What, What comes to mind?
3: I mean, that, that looks like a fucking anal fleshlight. That's what that is. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, Steve Morrison had the best and quickest comment. First comment on this. And he asked the question every man asks in his head when he looks at this thing. Steve Morrison asked, can you put your wang in it? Is what how he stated it, and yes, that if you're a male, you see this. That's, Someone already has that's the first thing. I, what I want to know is, can I pre-order this? How many of these can I get? Can I get a case of these? Because I'm gonna fucking wreck them. Wow, this is I'm gonna wreck. This is amazing. It. Would you put your hand in this? And uh, it looks like it would tickle. If there's popcorn in there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 amazing. If you do that, putting your dick in the bottom
1: of the popcorn thing that I don't want to stick it's my the dick in box. Yeah, the
0: dick in one way, the dick the other way. Will you be getting this? This is my question when you go see TV. No, no?
1: no, I don't all want, right, that. No, all right. I want that. I want anywhere near my near me. It makes me feel ill.
0: I want to put something in there. Okay. Okay, let's finish. Everyone likes it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, everyone's stuck on it. <laughs> it's mesmerizing. Everyone had to show it to me. Now I can't go to sleep. I need to put my hand in those tentacles. I need to feel what it feels like. Uh, Let's finish with what are we watching, Anthony? Anything? Oh, I was just watching a lot of football this weekend. So, Uh, nothing you guys care about. Oh, yes. Congratulations to Taylor Swift for making it to the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift is in the Super Bowl. She had a great season. Great run.
3: That's
1: what I was on
0: this week. Okay.
1: Uh, Rugs, what do you got? I watched Gran Turismo Uh, on Netflix. On Netflix. Uh, Okay. Directed by Neil Blomkamp. Yes. I like
0: a good Blomkamp. Yeah, Orlando Bloom in this one. David Harbour. Did <laughs> um, he laugh?
1: <laughs> I like a good Blomkamp because I made a joke that nobody got, but it wasn't really a Blomkin? good joke.
0: Is that you are yeah. getting at. Yeah. yeah, I love a good Blomkamp. <laughs> good Blomkamp Blomkin. is always great. I've seen yeah. this. What'd you think based on the true story? Of course, of the PlayStation guy. You have seen drive-in. it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. you Yeah, watched we talked this. about. It. I said I mentioned it. You probably weren't listening. Oh, I never listened to what you say. It was all right. It was good. It's all right. It's a little formulaic. It's a little like, you know, what's going to happen. But there's some like uh, Neil Blomkamp is a little
1: bit too slick with the direction. It's like almost like remember Ford versus Ferrari yeah. when they did the Le Mans and yes, that the Le Mans. How is fucking, yes. How fucking like uh, you're, you're at the edge of your seat.
0: Yeah. yeah. When it was raining. Like this
1: one, I was just like, uh, it was a little bit
0: not as gripping. So. Yeah, the one crash is crazy if that really happened to the kid. And then, he yeah, that's true. Wild. But OK, I enjoyed it, though. I thought I was
1: I, I didn't love it, but I thought it
0: was OK. It's a good like feel good kind of like sports movie for the video game crowd. You know, slightly inspirational. OK, uh, I'm going to segue that into one thing I watched because it features the main kid in Gran Turismo is also in the movie Salt Burn Oh really? Oh, the uh, big tall on kids Am- in Yes, this, on Amazon, starring Barry Keoghan. I couldn't.
1: I couldn't get myself to watch. It. I put it on like three Jacob times. The Lordy, wow! And then I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah, I, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I don't want to spoil anything. You, I think,
3: was it as disgusting as I told you it was going it's, to be?
0: It's disturbing. There are definitely a few uncomfortable scenes to watch. It does what it's intended to do, but I will say it's a movie that sticks with you that you need to talk about right away. As soon as you watch it, Barry is fucking going for an Oscar. Some of this fucking gross, weird shit he's doing. He was going for an Oscar <laughs> nomination so hard. He is really good. He does not get an Oscar nomination. I don't think this movie got any nominations. It's from Emerald Finale, Promising Young Woman. It's her second movie. Um, but it's I it it does something in the end that kind of ruins the movie a little bit, but it's it's not bad. It's really well shot. Uh and uh I, there's a movie I can tell you that it reminds me of but it kind of gives away the whole thing. The Talented Mr Ripley? Yes, that's it. It is it's a retelling. It's exactly it. It's kind of a retelling of Talented Mr Ripley. Ripley is better movie. It's really good, but this movie comes close. I think you got to mm. watch it just partly to be like in the conversation of it cuz you do. You're like what the fuck. I need mean, to this- <laughs> I I'm
1: I'm toyed with watching it like 3 or 4 times but then I- I just it was it
0: felt a little homoerotic, so I was like, oh, it definitely uh, is." I mean, he, it's about him again at uh, Oxford, and he gets an obsession with Jacob Elordi's character.
1: Yeah, it just for me, I was like, "I don't even." <laughs> and so he's a
0: rich kid, right? Jacob Elordi's character, he invites uh, Barry Kilgannon to stay with them. His See, fa- talented Mister Ripley family. was a little bit
1: more. They they played it close to the vest. Yes, yeah, and then then it unravels at the end, and then that's what makes it such a great movie. Saltburn, here yeah. it's like right at the get go. I'm like, I already know what this is about, no, but the, and I'm not Bear, into
0: it. Look, at Oliver Barry Keoghan's character does go through a couple of transformations where you're, you know, he's kind of like innocent and it's awkward and he transitions to something else a little more sinister and you're like whoa and then there's a crazy ending so essentially uh the other character invites him to stay at his he's rich they live in this place called saltburn it's a giant mansion and he spends the summer with him and meets the family and gets ingrained in this family and then like this crazy and some of this shit the way she resolves it it's kind of far far reaching and i'm like ah i don't know this is weird so i need somebody to watch this (laughs) <laughs> Just so I can ask them what they thought, because it's one of those movies. Not bad. What else, rugs? What do you got? What else did you watch? I watched the Holdovers. You watched the Holdovers. Oh yeah, we could we talk about that. Them. It's fucking delightful. It's you because- like that movie? Oh my god, it's great. It's it from the beginning. It's like a movie. It was
1: heartwarming. It was very heartwarming, and uh, it reminded me of like the movies like Dead Poets Society
0: yes, and shit like that. A little that. bit of the Graduate, a little bit Ordinary People. It feels like a yeah. movie that was made in the seventies or eighties. And I'm talking, I mean, great dialogue, great performances, great acting, great. It feels real, real reactions, a uh, lot of emotion, and it's just it's just a delightful film to hang out. And Paul Giamatti. right, deserves the Oscar. Devore and Joy Randolph deserves the nomination. There's only one thing I don't like about the movie. What is that? Try and guess what it is. Is it? I don't know. The end. They just disappear half the cast. Oh, but that's part of the thing. Like, how are they going to bond? I thought that was funny. Yes. These two characters yeah. that hate each other now forced to spend time, realize they're a little family and that they're more similar than they think. That's the bit. Yeah. So th- I didn't mind that. I, I, I didn't think it was done ele- elegantly. I thought that was a good, like, shift of the dynamics because, like, now nah, fuck, now it's just the two of you. You spend all your time together. But right. they go to Boston, they have some fun time, they do some fun stuff. Is Paul Giamatti's eye actually like that, or did they do that for the movie? I don't know. Isn't that weird? He's got, like, one lazy eye, but I'm like, is that CGI? Giamatti's eyes do- are not like that. How the fuck do they do this? I don't know. I really don't know, it was a,
1: to be it was honest good. with you. It's good. I But I did enjoy the movie a lot. I thought it was a
0: good... Uh, I enjoyed it more than I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, it's really good. It's like a throwback movie. It's like a movie, you know, just don't we'll make this anymore on it, Peacock. And where's that on Peacock? It's on Peacock. Streaming on Peacock. And let's talk about this last, last thing. Uh, I forgot this is even coming out. He-Man Revolution. Uh, the follow-up to He-Man Revelation from Kevin Smith. Now, He-Man Revelation was a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, it was all right. It was bad. Yeah. It was like you sideline He-Man for most of the fucking story. Correct. You have this like Tila, like... It's
0: not even acting like Tila. But big things happen, right? Tila becomes the sorceress. Evelyn yes. flips to the good side, sort of. She breaks right. away from Skeletor. You have the motherboard. Motherboard? Mother whatever. Yes. The techno, the techno technology people. come in. And then in this one, it's a lot about technology versus magic. But you get a lot of He-Man. You, you get do. a lot of Randor. Yes. You get a lot of Eternia. Yo, you got
1: He-Man in the- his
0: battle armor. They give you a lot of toys. You know what you yeah, get they, in this five episodes? You get fucking Gwildor. Remember Gwildor? From, you got Gwildor, Gwildor in this one. From the movie. Yeah.
1: So uh, I think this one is heads and shoulders above the first one. This one restores a lot of like what it like Kevin Smith must have been like, yo, I got to fucking make up for what I just yeah. did. And he really, I think uh, it's not like perfect by any means. And it's, but it's still, it's on the right track to being what a He-Man is cartoon or episodic
0: adult show should be it, the animation you know, is fantastic i really felt like i was watching a really cool saturday morning cartoon i do like the skeletor infighting with hordak and like what this where I, where they left everyone. i don't Anyone like, like that? the joker voice skeletor It's mark hamill
1: right yeah it's mark hamill they should get someone else to do it
0: the twist that you learn about skeletor not bad oh that's that's canon oh though. is it we could talk about that. Spoilers. I don't know. Uh, people know about Keldor. Do they?
1: <laughs> Do they? Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. No, but that was th- that they
0: did that story in the other cartoon. Oh, but did we know? Spoil again. Spoilers that Skeletor was Keldor. Was that revealed today? Yeah, and
1: well, in the remember in the two in thousands they did a Masters of the Universe cartoon. They did that. they did oh, that. Skeletor
0: is Randor's brother. He mans yeah. uncle.
1: They're related. Yeah,
0: it's right. But you get SkeleTech. You get like the techno version. It's a
1: little like it's a little play on Hamlet.
0: You know. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was good. Really? They 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 gave us a lot of toys. I remember a lot of these toys too. there, there was new things that didn't have. So
1: I wasn't crazy about Skeletor in this one. Uh, I, I mean I like Randor I thought fucking Captain Kirk playing Randor was fucking amazing that was
0: Shatner I, you can't it's undeniable I was like that's fucking William <laughs> Shatner of course So you have Mark Hamill and William Shatner voicing and a bunch of other great the voice cast is yeah. pretty good so I did I, I enjoyed
1: this much more than the other one which I hated yeah. I hated Revelations this one was way better I'm not saying it's great but it. I mean he came up from being like, like a two right so, like now, probably I'd say it's about a five or a
0: six. I did like it better. And it's, I mean, is there more? Because it's just five episodes that are like 25 no, minutes. They're, no, they're
1: going to make it. They're going to keep making
0: these like mini, mini these series Yeah. And so it's an easy watch, right? Five, 25 minute episodes. No yeah. Problem. I enjoyed it.
1: I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was
0: good. Battle so, Armor He Man with his chest thing. And then he flipped. I was like, oh, I remember that. I had that toy.
1: Stratos is getting absolutely no love. There's a lot of like, uh, Ram Man made a fucking yeah, appearance. yeah. A couple, but like uh, Stratos, they're keeping him on the sidelines for some reason. I uh, used that was like one of the first figures I had, um, and there, yeah, there's a couple of other main ones. I'm like, where, the B guy got used. What was his name? I oh, don't
0: remember. It. They're all silly,
1: but uh, Zodak was in there.
0: Yeah. He still had, yeah, they had or- Orko got to do some shit. Orko was a fucking beast in yeah, this one. He's fucking fighting, so yeah, it's fun stuff. Fun he man yeah. stuff. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, and that's about it. Rugs, where can the listener find you? The uh, you can find me at Rugboy Show at Rugboy Show on Twitter X X Twitter. Yes,
1: X Twitter that is the
0: that is the.
1: I need followers. All I have now is like people who have OnlyFans pages that want me to see their vaginas. Not it's not too bad. Yeah,
0: look at my asshole. The only one thanks that, for the follow. The only ones you need. Yeah, just tweet him back a picture of this dune popcorn topper. <laughs> yeah. You're like you like this? Me, I'm gonna zoom in uh, to him. Like I'm, a, this. A, I'm scared a little bit that is Ruggs' new Twitter handle. Please follow Anthony. Where can the listener find you this week?
3: Oh, you could find me at Really Rug
1: Boy on old Twitter. Okay. Nah. Oh, you took over the other account. That's right. That's Surprise. You That's, <laughs> the I, heck, That's why I can't get into my account. That's why Sorry. it's
0: posting horrible racist things. That's wild. That was what no, no,
1: I've made friends with all the people
3: that Ruggs hated. Oh, so, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, Gail uh, Simone. You Simone and me, her uh-huh. buddies. Uh, <laughs> Heather dude,
1: Antos. <laughs>
3: yeah, Heather Antos, dude from uh,
0: Ain't It Cool News or
3: whatever. Oh, yeah. like I'm, I'm I'm friends with all of them.
0: <laughs> Anthony's quite a, repaired all the relationships somehow. Yeah, we've repaired everything. Amazing. We
3: all mutually hate the the other rugs. Like no, we 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 we've blackballed him from X. Like he's gonna get no followers. <laughs> well done,
0: Anthony. Anthony. He's like, hey guys, point your hey, hey, list over here. That is some
1: Machiavellian
0: shit. I got a, I got a game, respects game. Brilliant. That it's needs to be made into a movie. There's a plot right there. Come on. Brilliant. Brilliant. Zack Snyder, make it happen. I think that's it. Share the show, listener. That's the most important thing you can do. Spread it around. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran.
3: My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's a
0: nerd. Beep you next time. Fuck that show. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Think thing I offered you a chance to be a cop, and you blow it! Blow it! it! it. it.
2: it. Talking nerd! You blew it! You blew it!